Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Everything we've done since training camp is we want to earn the right to be a playoff team. Richard Lovesave! Mike Smith! A game saver! And he got run over by Zach Cassian. He like one of those top teams, and we're working our way to that level. Connor McDavid danced around Morgan Ryan. Denied by Smith, who saves the game again. Josh Archibald wins the game! My message today is we're trying to win. One-timer score! This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Leon Dreisaitl. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is oil country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office equipment solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Shed. City South Side, the home office, along with Cody Jensen. This is Oilers Now. Hope you had a uh, excellent uh, weekend. Lots to get to on today's edition of the Oilers Show. Oilers Now brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Coming up on today's show, regular Monday contributor to the show, John Shannon, our Oilers Now insider. We will discuss the ongoing situation with the NHL hub cities. There has been a couple developments during the course of today and the Hall of Fame vote that is about to take place. The new Hall of Fame members expected to be announced, I believe, on Wednesday. Today, on this date in 1991, uh, for those of you that uh, were around at that time, you might remember it. Uh, basically, the player that was considered the next one, a guy by the name of Eric Lindros, went number one overall in the draft to the Quebec Nordiques. Uh, three players in the top six, including a player that Lindros was later traded for, Peter Forsberg, along with Scott Niedermeyer, went on to the Hockey Hall of Fame. So three of the top six in the Hockey Hall of Fame. The Edmonton Oilers took Tyler Wright 12th that year. And and uh, Tyler Wright is now the Oilers' director of amateur scouting. He will join us in what is most definitely a very challenging time for NHL organizations on the scouting front. To put things in perspective, 
uh, I would have been leaving tomorrow to go to Montreal for the NHL draft. The NHL season would have been over if COVID-19 hadn't taken place. So, uh, you know, it's uh, it's a whole new world out there. It's challenged things on a bunch of different fronts for everybody, regardless of the industry that you are in. Hockey Hall of Fame writer from the Edmonton Journal, Jim Matheson from Post Media, will join us today at 135. We'll talk a bit about awards ballots and the Hockey Hall of Fame as well. Here is how you get hold of us. You can reach us at any time on the Ashley Fine Floors tax line at 7804960063. Ashley Fine Floors ready for your kids' pregame warm-up. Uh, and you can reach us as well in the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. The River Cree is back up and at it with over 1,350 slot machines. Uh, their table game's not quite ready yet. Remember, the main casino floor at the River Cree now 100% smoke-free. The River Cree Resort and Casino Excitement Benetton. Bob Stoffer with you along with Cody Jansen, who is in for Brendan Escott. Brendan will be off for the entire week. Just before we get to the Oilers Now Audio Vault, let's get to the story of the day right now in hockey. Basically, over the course of the weekend... Uh, we found out uh, Pierre Lebrun, we always want to credit the source from The Athletic, mentioning on Friday that he believed the NHL was down to six teams for the hub cities. Today, uh, Aaron Portsline of The Athletic and Mike Russo of The Athletic and Columbus in uh, Minneapolis, respectively, have put out that those two organizations have been told they are out as hub cities. Um, so what does that mean? Well, we know there's six teams left. TSN's Ryan Rashog, who has been all over uh, the ongoing situation with Hub Cities, including Edmonton's bid, has put out a tweet, and we're going to take some of the information that Ryan uh, uh, mentioned uh, during the course of this uh, tweet. Again, this is TSN's Ryan Rashog mentioning today that uh, some more information on the Oilers' bid. all players from the respective teams, if Edmonton theoretically gets the bid, would be staying at the JW Marriott across from the arena. There would be an Olympic Village-style setup. We mentioned this last week, which would include indoor and outdoor elements, golf, basketball, movie nights, etc. Arrangements with several of the uh, dozen of the city's top-end restaurants to have a wide variety of food available for delivery. And, of course, we've all seen how Skip the Dishes and DoorDash have become uh, very important. They certainly are in the Stauffer household, I can tell you that. Uh, Arrangements in place with a local golf course to dedicate certain days for NHL hub personnel with all safety and cleaning uh, protocols arranged. This one was interesting to me. While families, again, this is from TSN's Ryan Rashog, while families likely won't be in the bubble to start, OEG has coordinated the Oilers Entertainment Group, of which this is an Oilers Entertainment Group property show, uh, has coordinated with Alberta Tourism to create vacation experiences in Jasper, Banff, Camore, and Lake Louise for family members to take part while play is underway, hotels and concierge services to be arranged. I was just up in Jasper this weekend out at uh, the JPL Lodge. We saw our uh, main Jasper contact over the course of the four years that the Edmonton Oilers had their development camp in Jasper. It was great seeing Doug and Judy McPhee. They were uh, terrific hosts once again. And uh, so Jasper, Banff, Camor, Lake Louise, all potential options for the families that would be coming potentially to Edmonton if Edmonton is indeed a hub city. 
Rashad's tweet goes on to say that the Oilers team training facility would be open for all players to use, as well as Archetype, which is run by uh, Simon Bennett and the gang from Body by Bennett. It's a 50,000-square-foot uh, facility, which is part of the Marriott. So there you go. Uh, regarding the health and safety, and that is a big, big part. This Right now it's become the biggest part in all of this. Um, Needing to capitalize on the availability of testing in the region, OEG revisited safety and testing protocols and strengthened for not only players, but staff and other employees who will be in the bubble and coordinating with the Edmonton police on dedicated routes to and from the arena for uh, staff staying in the nearby Delton and Sutton Place hotels as well. So some of that information uh, supplied to you, all of it actually, by Ryan Rashog from a tweet a little over uh, half an hour ago. Safety is a major concern. I put out yesterday, and it got, you know, it's it's funny about perceptions, um, because sometimes, you know, you see things the way you want to see things, and for many of you out there who are critical thinkers, a critical thinker can allow information to come in, not necessarily change 100% the way they see things, but maybe open their eyes to maybe there's more than one or two opinions, and there's a lot of gray area, and this is something for people every day that uh, watch politics and we have really no choice to but uh, watch politics this day it seems like the left the far left they want you to believe in the things that they believe in and if you don't believe in everything that they believe in well you know you're just not a good person and the far right you know they, they they see it as this is how we see it and you know we can't accept that there might be some gray areas and and I think for a lot of us, we're somewhere in the middle on these issues. And that's what makes it so frustrating and so exasperating, which comes to where we're at in terms of with coronavirus and what's happening uh, in COVID-19 and in the province. And I'm going to give you an example here. Everybody talks internationally. Germany, Angela Merkel, she did a great job. Well, Germany uh, has been back playing for the Bundesliga for about a month, okay? They do about 60,000 tests per million people in Germany. Alberta is at 90,000 tests per million. Edmonton's had roughly 105,000 tests per million done so far. In terms of positive cases, Germany is about, uh, almost at 2,300 positive cases per million of the tests that they've conducted. Alberta's at 1,773 per million. Edmonton is at just 846 positive tests per million, or uh, uh, in terms of per million that have uh, occurred so far. Deaths, Germany again, very low compared to Spain and Italy and certainly the United Kingdom. Germany at about 107 deaths per million. Province of Alberta is at about 35 deaths per million. Edmonton is at roughly 14 deaths per million with just two deaths in the last 52 days. Now, regardless of which side of the political spectrum you're on, those are pretty good numbers for Alberta. So... There's, you know, sometimes you got to look at it and not freak out if we're in a run here where the province of Alberta has done over 18,500 tests in Edmonton alone in the last seven days. But what do we see? Well, there's been 148 positive tests. There's, geez, we're getting 23 to 30 positive tests a day in Edmonton. You know, the sky's falling in. They've opened things up. They're testing a ton. 148 positive tests in a seven-day stretch. When you're doing 18,500 tests, means you've got a 0.8% positivity rate. 
There's just three people currently in ICU in Edmonton. At one time, the province had set aside 150 ICU beds. So unless you're just a person that hates Alberta, and I, I got to say something, this show's called Oilers Now. It's a show that's heard on Edmonton Radio. We're going to stick up for Alberta, okay? And we're going to stick up for Northern Alberta. So if, if you don't like Alberta, and there are some people out there that don't actually like Alberta, maybe, you know, maybe you need to reevaluate what you're doing because there's worse places to be. And certainly when it comes to COVID, testing, testing, testing is important. BC has received huge kudos out there. They've made Dr. Bonnie Henry a superstar. They've got far considerably fewer positive cases than Edmonton. They've also done over 200,000 fewer tests. Alberta has done 389,000 tests. BC's done 175,000 tests. Alberta has done almost 91,000 tests per million. BC's at 35,000 tests per million. Most of you understand that with numbers. Well, you know, that'd be a little bit considered. That might explain why Alberta has so many more positive cases. I had somebody suggest to me, now take it for what it's worth, Alberta's being really aggressive to try to find the positive cases and keep their hands on it. Now, a lot of people would suggest to you that the contract uh, contact tracing that BC has done has been excellent. I'll grant you that could very well be the case. But what can't be ignored is the separation of 390,000 tests done versus 175,000 tests. Most of you get that and say, geez, Alberta's done a hell of a lot more tests than BC. Maybe that's why they've had a heck of a lot more positive cases than BC, especially given the asymptomatic nature of COVID-19. So again, we now know Columbus and Minnesota are out for hub cities. Edmonton is in. Vancouver is in. I know I communicated with four or five prominent agents over the course of this weekend. And uh, they're aware of these numbers because they're concerned about the safety of their players. A strong argument can be made that the two best cities for the NHL to return to would be in Edmonton and Vancouver. A strong argument can be made that way. Just regarding Vegas... The Chisler, a.k.a. Voice from the Past, telling me the last two days, 460 and 440 positive tests for COVID in Vegas. That's 900 over the last two days. Again, Edmonton with 148 in the last week in a stretch in which they'd conducted 18,500 tests. We'll see what happens. There's, you know, distinct possibility that Edmonton, Edmonton's certainly in the mix. The... Oilers Entertainment Group has been proactive in trying to get this. I compliment organizations, and I would say this if I was working for the Oilers or not, because they're going to bring up a couple other entities to illustrate the point. But the Western Hockey League, Ron Robinson, has already sort of outlined their plans for potential return to play. The American Hockey League is, is looking at a return to play. And... It's incumbent upon organizations to be flexible and proactive during these challenging times and not to just quit. We saw a public organization just toss up their hands and quit involving sport last week. Say, nope, we're done. Personally, I admire the ones that are trying to keep dreams alive and try to keep playing. And again, some of you listening to the show would say, no, forget it. We've had, you know, 148 new tests in Edmonton over the last seven days. No way. We shouldn't have any sports here at all. 
If you feel that way, maybe you shouldn't be listening to a show called Oilers Now. I don't know. Take it for what it's worth. You're all entitled to have your opinion. Uh, All right, uh, let's get to it. The rest of the show here into our Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Elliot Friedman, uh, Friday was on with Brendan Escott. I was was making my way up to Jasper. He had this to say on why the NHL isn't rushing to announce the host cities. You know, there's a reason the NHL didn't rush to name cities, right, for the hubs. For sure. They, you know, and and in retrospect now, could you imagine if they would have, like, you know, I'm sure the NBA right now is looking at Orlando and going, uh-oh. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm sure Major League Baseball, like Major League Baseball's plan, one of them anyway, was Florida and Arizona. And I'm sure they're looking at it and saying, thank God we didn't do that. And it just shows you how much everything changes. Now, I will tell you, there was a time in the last few weeks where I thought there'd be no hubs in Canada. And if you were to tell me right now on this day that they were thinking maybe having two hubs in Canada, I'd say I could believe it. So I think it just shows you it's the uncertainty of life right now. What is true yesterday might not be true today. And I would say that nothing that's happened today has hurt Edmonton's candidacy. If anything, it's probably strengthened it. But we don't know yet. And I kind of wonder if all of these announcements, you know, next Friday, a week today is a big day at the draft lottery. I wonder if they announce everything then. All right. That is Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Let's quickly go to some text on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Bob, that was a great opening. You're a true Albertan. That comes to us from Gary. Drew in West Kelowna says, Bob, awesome updates as usual. We all know Western Canada has the best situation anywhere. Uh, where would you put the chances of the hub cities if hockey does move forward, being Vancouver and Edmonton? The option is beginning to make more sense uh all the time from Drew and Kelowna. Well, Vancouver's got one advantage over Edmonton. It's got more high-end hotels. There's no question about that. Um, the COVID situation, for me, it's a push. I know there's way fewer cases in B.C., but there's way less testing in B.C., and most of you fundamentally understand that. If it were me, if I were the NHL, it would be in Vancouver and Edmonton. That's what I would do. And I realize that you might have to have it in the United States, but it's kind of tough to ignore the numbers in a place like Vegas right now, who I will be the first to admit do a good job of hosting events. Speaking of events, uh, Craig texts the show on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Edmonton has a fantastic record for putting on big events. We have an infrastructure of people and facilities that can snap into action in a uh, moment's notice. Uh, this text comes in saying, screw BC. I don't know about that, but uh, the players haven't been here in the summer. It's Well, that's what he's saying. He's saying they haven't had a chance to experience Edmonton in the summer. It's about safety, Bob. Safety, safety, safety. Edmonton's the best options. The only ones bashing Edmonton are mayor and councilman. Is that actually taking place right now? That's what the texter's saying. Uh, again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. I know the numbers in California have skyrocketed as well. Uh, Phil, Fear the Finn fan. He's a San Jose Sharks fan that listens to the show. Says, Bob, Vancouver is one of the 10 most beautiful cities in the world. Edmonton's ranking? Is that 
Are we talking beauty? Is that what we're... Well, what do they say? Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. I will tell you that the 1995 NHL draft was held July 8th. Many of you would remember 94-95 was a lockout year. And the most common prevailing comments coming out of that event from management and scouts was, I never knew it was so nice in Edmonton at this time of year. That could be an advantage to Edmonton, given the temperate climates for ice conditions as well. We'll see. I, I would say Vancouver is probably marginally ahead of Edmonton in terms of the perception of the league at this time. I would be concerned about the skyrocketing numbers in Vegas. To NHL today for elite promotional marketing, building tailored branded programs for your team or business where your order is done every time, on time, elite promotional marketing. Back at the 630 Chad Studios, here's Cody Jansen. Well, long-time NHLer Chris Thorburn called it a career today. He played more than 800 games in the NHL. Um, as you already mentioned, Columbus, Minneapolis, they're out as NHL hub cities. Bob McKenzie released his final draft rankings this morning. No surprise, Lafreniere at number one. Sherwood Park's Caden Gooley was at 14, and Oil Kings' Jake Neighbors was at 31. Big surprise was at, who was at number two. He had uh, Stolze ahead of... Quentin Byfield, I'd be taking Quentin Byfield all day at number two. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.